Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Live Healthy with Leanne podcast. My name is Leanne, and I'm your host, and I'm so excited to be chatting with you again today. I hope your day and week are off to a great start. Before we dive into the episode, I thought I'd share some of my recommendations for the week. This week, they're super random and strange, and I have quite a few, but I thought I'd share with you I share them with you regardless. So starting off, so if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I love avocado toast. I've been eating it for years. That's just like a staple in my life. But just recently, I started adding honey to it. And I know it sounds kind of strange. And I've seen on Instagram, some people add hot honey. So I might need to try that next. But for the last like week or two, I've been adding just a little drizzle of honey on top of my avocado toast. I don't know what it is. It's like the little hint of sweetness. It just enhances the flavor and makes it taste even more amazing. So I'll add like everything that I usually do. Like I definitely always add sea salt, but yeah, just a little drizzle of honey on your avocado toast. If you have not tried it, highly recommend. I also this past week finished the first book in the Akatar series, the A Court of Thorns and Roses series that's been like all over TikTok. And I really enjoyed the first book. I've never been somebody who loves or really gravitated toward like fantasy type books. So I was a bit skeptical and hesitant to even start, even though I'd seen so much hype about the book in the book series, but I'm so glad that I gave it a try. So I definitely would like to read all of like the next books in the series. So I'll ask my friend Coco to borrow her set, but I don't want to read them back to back to back. I want to spread out the enjoyment. So I'm thinking that I will like read one Akatar book and then take one or two books like a break and read something else. I just started reading The Last Mrs. Parrish. It's definitely giving like the hand or the housemaid by Frieda McFadden vibes, like super similar, which I really like. And it's a pretty quick read. So enjoying that so far. My next recommendation is a show on Netflix that I feel like everyone has already watched. I'm definitely a little bit behind schedule on it, but again, this was something that I was a bit hesitant to start because I'm like, I'm not a huge Beckham fan to begin with, but I think it's only four episodes in the series and I absolutely loved it. So if you have not watched Beckham on Netflix, it is so entertaining and insightful and honestly makes me like them even more. And I learned so much about mainly David Beckham, but definitely more uh, about Victoria as well. They didn't really showcase the family too much. Like I was kind of interested about the son. I know he married that girl recently. Like I kind of wanted more family insight, but they didn't really provide that. But nonetheless, it was an enjoyable series. So if you are looking for something new to watch on Netflix, something quick, keep you engaged, I definitely recommend Beckham. Another thing that I've been doing this past week, and I'm so proud of myself and It's definitely been hard because of the daylight savings time. It's truly dark out in Toronto by 5.15 p.m. Like, excuse me? Most people are not even done work at 5.15. You're going to leave work and it's pitch black. This is just, it's miserable and depressing. But nonetheless, I've been super intentional about getting in an evening walk, even if it's pitch black outside. And obviously, I, I don't go by myself. I'll either go with my boyfriend or my parents. I don't think it's safe to walk out 
side at night, but again, you do you. Um, but yeah, getting in an evening walk just really helps break up the evening because the evenings now are so long. It's literally like six hours long of like darkness before we actually go to bed. So getting outside, getting some fresh air and movement just helps me sleep so much better and just helps me be refreshed. And I feel like less of a bum just laying on my bum for the whole evening. And my last and final recommendation for the week is if you're able to go and treat yourself to work at a coffee shop. I did this this past, what was it, Wednesday? And I absolutely loved it. Like I just, I, I make it a whole, like I feel like I'm the main character. I'm sitting there with my coffee. I order a cute latte. They make a beautiful design on top. I have my laptop and my planner. And I just, I feel like I'm just giving main character energy sitting at the coffee shop working by myself. It's great because there's other people who work there as well. So I pretend they're my coworkers. I look at who walks in, who's chatting. Like I just, you know, it's, it's quite a vibe. So find a coffee shop in your area, treat yourself to a couple hours of getting some work done there. I don't know about you, but I am just so much more productive when I am working outside of my home. I don't know what it is. My home just provides so many distractions. I just don't feel like maybe it's because nobody's watching me so I can just do whatever the heck I want versus when I'm at a coffee shop, I have nowhere else to go. And even though people probably are not paying attention to me, like they could care less, but I feel like, ooh, you know, they're, they're watching that I'm making sure I'm doing my work. I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm very productive when I work at a coffee shop. And you guys know I love getting coffees from coffee shops. So it's like a treat and a productivity session all in one and highly recommend. Okay, so diving into the topic of today's episode, I wanted to focus on three steps that I'd take if I were to be starting my fitness journey today. I think a lot of people may be putting this off till January, you know, New Year's, kind of just letting November and December go by. I think it is so important if there is something that you want to do and improve in your life, start today, start now, don't put it off. Start creating and implementing these habits into your life now so that they just become part of your routine and you really don't have to think about it too much. So before we move into it, I thought I'd share a bit about my kind of fitness journey and evolution with exercise and where I've been, where I am right now. Um, I grew up dancing, so probably from the age of like four or five. My parents enrolled me in ballet and jazz and Ukrainian dancing. Um, So I guess I was like a relatively active kid. Um, Nothing crazy, like I wasn't doing sports and intense things every day, but I'd say I was pretty average. But I didn't actually start doing intentional exercise until about high school. And that was definitely intertwined with my disordered eating and later eating disorder. Um, I fell into very unhealthy habits with exercise throughout my eating disorder. And, you know, we really won't get into the nitty gritty of that today. Um, But I placed so much of my value and worth on being productive and pushing my body to the limit every single day. And I was at a place where if I didn't work out every day, I 
felt such shame and I just, you know, I, I had to work out every single day no matter what, or I felt horrible about myself. I remember going on vacations or family trips, you know, when I was 15 or 16 and my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, am I going to have access to a gym or, you know, will the hotel have a gym? How am I going to get a workout in this day? It just was insane. So I'm very happy to be out of that place now. Um, I, at that time, consumed this narrative of myself of really just being this epitome of health and in order to achieve that i had to exercise every day and eat only certain healthy foods um, so i feel like i've learned a lot over the past 10 years when it comes to incorporating fitness into your life and not allowing it to consume your life um, i don't base my life around my workouts anymore um, which is just no way to live so anyways if you want to start your fitness journey today the first tip that i'd give you is to start small and be realistic you need to set positive and realistic goals for yourself so i don't know about you but this past summer and fall, I have seen so many people over like my social medias, like running half marathons, running full marathons. Everyone just seems to be a runner nowadays, which is amazing, like good for them. If I was a runner, maybe I'd be running marathons too. But um, yeah, it just feels like this huge surge of everyone doing these marathons and pushing their bodies. And I think it's amazing. But Let's say right now you don't have any sort of movement routine in your life and you know you, you want to start somewhere i wouldn't recommend saying you know in a couple months you're going to run a marathon that just is not realistic and you most likely are setting yourself up for failure it is so much more attainable and realistic to say i'm going to go for a 30 minute walk three times a week versus, you know, I, I'm not doing anything right now to I'm going to run an hour every single day. You know, I, I think it's important to have small, realistic goals that you can then continue to build on and see progress and, you know, just continue to feel positive about yourself. It's also incredibly important to determine your reason for wanting to get into exercise in the first place and commit to yourself to doing so. Um, and really find out your why for wanting to move your body. And I think your reason really needs to go beyond just improving your physical appearance. I'm not saying it's bad to have wanting to look better as one of your main goals for wanting to exercise. Like I'm, I'm in the same boat. Obviously, a part of the reason that I exercise is because I want to look better. But that's not my main focus and i think if you really want to stick with this in the long run your why needs to go deeper than just the physical appearance speaking from personal experience my mental health is so closely tied to me moving my body and getting some exercise in and you know i genuinely feel so grateful that I'm able to move my body because it just puts me in the best mood. If I'm ever feeling down or sad or depressed, 
going out for a long walk, going to a spin class, doing some strength training, any sort of movement instantly makes me feel a hundred times better. And honestly, like that's why I usually work out first thing in the morning because it just sets my mindset in such a great place. And I go into my day with just such a better attitude and a positive outlook. And I'm just more productive and I'm a happier person. Like it's a whole positive feedback loop because I've moved my body that day and I've released that dopamine and serotonin and all the things. And so yeah, improving my mental health is one of the reasons that I exercise. One of your goals and reasons why you exercise might also to be to help prevent diseases in the future. I know most of us are probably, you know, in our 20s or 30s, whatever, whatever age you're at, we're all getting older and we all want to age in the best possible way that we can. So exercise is a huge component of, you know, preventing diseases and things that can, you know, bite us in the future. Another reason why you might want to incorporate fitness into your life could be because you want to get stronger and have energy to do more things in your day. Maybe you want to have kids in the future. You need so much energy to raise kids and run after them and be the best possible parent that you can be. I know that's something that I'm thinking about. It's like, I want to be a strong mom. I want to be able to lift and carry things and be like pushing my child in the stroller and just being super mom. So yeah, I also would like to share one of my, I guess, goals in my fitness routine right now. By the end of the year, so by December 2023, I want to be able to do 20 push-ups like in a row from my toes, like full on perfect form push-ups, 20 push-ups. This fitness goal of mine has nothing to do with the amount that I weigh, what I look like, anything like that. This is purely just something that I've been wanting to improve on myself for the past couple of months. I've really been focusing on both my push-ups and my like chin-ups, like pull-ups, I guess. And because that's something that I definitely feel like is a weaker aspect of my fitness game. So yeah, I want to be able to do 20 push-ups by the end of the year. I'll keep you posted whether I'm actually able to do it. Right now, I feel like I'm at like 16 push-ups, so we're getting there. We still have time. Another suggestion I have for you is to make a plan and also possibly make a vision board. For myself, I love planning my workouts the week before, so usually on Sunday, just so that I can have things set in my calendar of course, things change, things come up, life happens, we need to modify, change things, that's totally okay. But going into it with some sort of a plan is so much better than not having any plan at all. Like what's the saying? Don't make, fail to plan, plan to fail. I don't know, it's super cheesy, but it's honestly true. You need to set something in stone for yourself so that you have that in your mind that you can then work towards. If making a vision board is something that would inspire you or help motivate you highly recommend it like i've said in the past i love making like monthly vision boards for my lock screen or like my home screen on my laptop so browse pinterest find motivational pictures or quotes or things that resonate with you that you can then make your home screen on your phone or your laptop just that visual component 
could definitely help motivate you to stick with this. My next main tip is to remember that something is always better than nothing. And sometimes less is better than more. Coming from someone who used to overexercise, I can tell you firsthand that doing too much is not the right answer, especially if you want to stick with this habit in the long run. So start by walking 15 to 20 minutes every day. Choose to take the stairs when you're going up the subway as opposed to taking the escalator. Take stretch breaks throughout the day. By doing something small every day, you're setting up exercise to be a habit. I used to be so hard on myself on making sure that I get a sweaty, intense workout in every single day, but I've now matured and learned that low-intensity workouts are still so incredibly effective and you need to be doing movement that feels good for your body. So going back to the running example, like I used to run in the past and I was constantly getting injured. I felt so fatigued and exhausted the rest of the day. Like it just was not for me and my body. So I don't do it. If you are super busy on a particular day and you don't have time to fit in a half an hour workout, remember that 10 or 15 minutes is better than nothing. And, you know, some days we don't have time to do a full, you know, set, like intense workout. So try and walk to like from your car to the grocery store or, you know, take the stairs. Like I've said, just add in movement more throughout your day. Something that I want to actually start doing is on my lunch breaks at school, we have like, I'd say like 45 minutes to an hour. Like it is a long lunch break. And so far I've just been sitting in the staff room, like relaxing, eating my lunch, but I want to go out for like a 10 or 15 minute walk just to both get fresh air and some added movement into my day. Tip number three is to find out what you enjoy and do that type of movement. I am a firm believer in the movement that is best for you is the one that you're going to stick with, that you're actually going to do. There's no one exercise or you know type of exercise that's truly better than the other. I think every type of movement like Pilates, spin, strength training, walking, running, yoga, they all have their own benefits, but the most beneficial one to you is the one that you're actually going to do. So if you right now don't have any sort of movement in your life, I would highly encourage you to experiment and don't be afraid to try different things, try different classes, try different YouTube workout videos, try different things in order to find out what is the thing is that you actually enjoy. For me, I love incline walking on the treadmill and watching YouTube videos or Netflix or watching whatever show I'm watching. It truly makes me so happy. Like, I don't know what it is. The incline walking on the treadmill, I love it. So that's something that I'm going to stick with. I also love my weekly, or usually I try and go twice a week, but I love my spin classes. They make me so happy. So that's something that I want to stick with because it 
I love it. Like I truly enjoy it. I also love going to my megaformer Pilates class. You know, some people don't like it. So don't, don't do that type of movement. Something else that I think is super important. And again, it depends on the type of person. Some people are more self-motivated than others, but I think majority of us need that community and need that support system in order to stick with something like a fitness routine. So I highly recommend building a support system for yourself. If you want to stick with movement, um, you know, see if you have a friend that might want to go to a workout class with you once a week. See if you have a friend that lives in your neighborhood that you can go on like an afternoon walk with once or twice a week. Having that support and accountability will really help make this process of incorporating fitness into your routine and for it to become a habit so much easier. Now, while I was brainstorming what my main points were for, you know, what I would do if I were starting my fitness journey today, I obviously had way more than three points. So I want to just kind of keep sharing more tips and suggestions that I have for you that I hope will resonate and will make adding fitness into your routine a little bit easier. So my next point is to celebrate yourself. You need to celebrate your accomplishments. If you've stuck with your goals that you've set for yourself for the past two or three weeks, treat yourself to a new cute workout set. Treat yourself to a cute water bottle. Treat yourself to some healthy supplements that you you have had your eye on that you haven't wanted to splurge on, but you know it's something that would make you happy and add you know benefit to your life. There's so many ways that we can be celebrating ourselves, and it doesn't always have to be like a fancy dessert or something. Have it kind of aligned with these fitness goals for yourself. So, like I said, cute workout set to not only have more outfits to go to the gym, but you'll feel more confident and feel excited and feel beautiful. And I think that's so important. Something else that I'd suggest is to track your progress to help keep you motivated. Now, this does not need to, by any means, mean like attached to your weight or stepping on the scale or have it be a weight goal by any means. Personally, I have not weighed myself in years. And when I go to the doctor, I ask them, please do not tell me my weight. I'm closing my eyes. I'd like to not know. Please and thank you. But tracking your progress could mean tracking how many reps of a certain exercise that you can do, seeing how long you can run before you need a walking break, you know, see how, what type of like how much of an incline you can go while walking on the treadmill, how many push-ups or pull-ups you can do, things like that. And in order to achieve your goals, consistency is required. So remember, perfection and consistency are two very different things. It is not helpful at all to be hard on ourselves for skipping a workout for a day or two. What matters is these long-term consistent goals and habits. And okay, you fell off for a couple days, no problem. This is life. Get back in there, have a positive mindset, and keep going. Another thing I'd highly suggest if you want to add fitness to your everyday life and start incorporating this is to 
eat healthy and fuel your body well. I do feel like a lot of this is a positive feedback loop. Like if you're taking care of your body in one way, you'll want to take care of it in another. So if you get in a great workout in the morning, you're going to have those positive vibes. You're going to be feeling good about your body. You're going to feel strong. I do think you're going to be more inclined to make better food choices throughout the day because you know, you're, you're kind of on that grind, you're on that train and you want to continue to feel good. And remember to be eating enough food. We need to be nourishing our bodies and getting enough nutrients and calories in, in a day in order to have energy. Like working out is a strain on the body and you need to make sure that you're fueling and recovering well, getting enough protein, fiber, fat, carbs, all the food groups, um, yeah, please be kind to yourself. Something else that I want to say is expect challenges and setbacks to your plans. Life happens, things come up, please don't be hard on yourself and just learn to kind of go with the flow with your fitness routine and if things go off track for a couple days, get back on, don't even think about it, just continue to approach this with a positive mindset and with a kind outlook to your body. I also think it's super important to appreciate those rest days and recovery days and make sure you're getting enough sleep. Exercising and doing strenuous workouts every single day is so not good for your body. In order to see progress or any changes and improvements to your life, you do not need to be doing intense workouts every day. Take rest days, fuel your body, rest, prioritize sleep, and you will feel so much stronger and better in the long run because of this. My last and final point is to use the 80-20 rule. If you haven't heard of the 80-20 rule or something along the lines of that, it's, at least for me, 80% of the time or 80% of the day or week, I'm focusing on fueling my body well, exercising, you know, living the healthy life that I want to, but 20% of the time I am eating treats and I am like laying on my butt for a couple hours and I am enjoying my life. Life is truly too short to allow one thing to consume our thoughts and to overpower our day or our week. Yes, fitness and movement and exercise is important, but so is socializing, so is going out for dinner with our friends, so is going with the flow, going to go grab ice cream with a friend. When I am 90 years old and I'm on my deathbed, I want to look back on my life and say, wow, I did, I went on spontaneous trips, I ate delicious food, I lived my best life. Those are the things that I'm going to remember. And, you know, obviously I want to be strong and healthy to do all those things, but being strong and healthy is not my life. That is not me. That is going to help me be a better version of me, but that is not what my life is about. So anyways, I hope some of this resonated with you. If you want to start a fitness journey, I highly encourage you not to wait until January. Start now. Start focusing on yourself. Today, like today is the perfect day. So 
With that, I love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a five-star rating and a review. It would mean the world to me. You can follow me on Instagram at Leanne Lives Healthy and Live Healthy with Leanne Podcast. If you have any suggestions for future episodes you'd like me to go over, discuss, talk about, please send me a message. I am open to any and all suggestions. I love you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and week, and I can't wait to talk to you again very soon. Bye guys.